Hello, I'm Sean Gilligan, and in this week's episode, we're going to look at what we can learn from Google as a business. Google's original business was creating algorithms to help people sort quickly through the rapid amounts of growing online content. Because it started strong and just kept getting better and better, Google became the go-to search engine for the internet in the space of a few years. Pulling together $1 million from friends and family and other investors, Sergey Brin and Larry Page launched their company on the 7th of September 1998. Known in a previous incarnation as Backrub, the company became Google. Larry Page and Sergey Brin were students at Stanford University in California and developed a search algorithm at first known as Backrub back in 1996. As the business grew and matured, both Bryn and Page appointed Eric Schmidt as CEO of Google from 2001 to 2011 and executive chairman of Google from 2011 to 2015. Eric Schmidt and former senior vice president of products Jonathan Rosenberg co-authored a book called How Google Works. In their book, the authors explain how the technology world has shifted the power from companies to consumers and that the only way to succeed in this ever-changing landscape is to create superior products and attract a new breed of multifaceted employees, whom Eric and Jonathan dub as smart creatives. Topics that are covered in the book include corporate culture, strategy, talent, decision-making, communication, innovation, and dealing with disruption. I definitely recommend reading the book in full, but here's some learnings that you can take away from this podcast. At Google, away days are encouraged just to go and have some fun, but to go somewhere where people would not go typically. Establishing a culture of yes is also important and asking the smart creatives, what should our culture be? What do we care about? Who do we want to be? It's also really important in business to get rid of single points of failure. And at Google, what they do is they put the single points of failure on holiday. And this will help you as a company to have the number two person step up. At Google, they also believe that 50% of your management team should be product orientated. That's quite a lot to most companies, but that's a belief of Google. Google also believes that you should organise your business around the people with the biggest impact. Another hint and tip was to do reorganisations in a day. This allows people to self-organise and gets rid of the uncertainty. I don't know if this is possible in most businesses, but again, a radical step taken by Google. When it comes to teams and structures, there's the two pizza rule from Jeff Bezos of Amazon. And this is that teams should be small enough at first to be fed by two pizzas. There's also the rule of seven, which is that managers should all have a minimum of seven reports and that this avoids micromanagement and keeps the structure flat. Another recommendation in the book is to list the top 100 projects for the company on a spreadsheet and then prioritise number one for low priorities, number five for high, but then to review this with peers' priorities. And Google, like many other businesses, are only as good as their people, so they recommend hiring learning animals, people who are smarter than you are. And you need people with a growth mindset. You can learn new things from these people. You can learn stuff that you don't currently know. When it comes to hiring talent at Google, they look at a person's trajectory. They recruit people on a trajectory, recruiting not just for now, but for the future growth. 
and they want to expand the field. And probably many of you listeners already know this, but the quality of hiring is the biggest single issue in any business. So having data packs, showing evidence as to why you think a candidate should be hired is really important. And Google, of course, recommend only hiring great candidates, smarter people who are ethical, who will challenge you, make the product better, get stuff done, who are enthusiastic and passionate team players who collaborate, who will grow and are all well-rounded. In terms of the way that Google conducts meetings and decision-making, it's all about the data. Presentations must start with data. Leaders must make final decisions on deadlines for debate. And everyone has to have their say and respect different points of view. And when it comes to data and decisions, the person closest to the data probably knows the best, so respect their judgment and have a bias for action. When you're making a decision, remember PIA, be patient, have information and have alternatives. So PIA. And part of the Google culture is to meet every day. Fewer people is always better. Finish on time and meet on time. What you want in these types of meetings are snippet status updates on key projects, shared with everyone and give the truth. And when it comes to key tasks, staff should know where they are on key tasks and what is owed. One interesting insight from Google is that the board reports are shared with the entire business, barring any legal issues which are redacted. But that's the sort of transparency that there is within the organisation. Google also believes in self-review. Writing a self-review report is better than a 360. Criticise yourself and share it with everyone. And at Google, relationships, not hierarchies, are what's important. For the first three weeks of a job, a person would listen and understand the issues of the business, but also do the small talk on understanding people's families and the names of their kids. Google is a Goliath when it comes to launching new products and innovating and being right for the user is the most important thing. Always do what is right for the user. The user experience is as important as pounds and dollars to the business. Prove the value in the user experience. And when it comes to creativity, actually having some constraints fosters creativity. So this idea of hiring good people and then just leaving them alone. And Google believes in failing well, failing quickly, learning from it and not firing anyone. Gmail was wildly successful as an email platform developed by Google with powerful search. But they've also had their fair share of flops with things such as Google Plus, which they've had to kill off. There are fans of Google and there are foes. But the corporate mission of Google to organise the world's information and make it universally accessible and useful is something that Google most certainly has done over the last 20 years and will continue to do so. To finish off, I think it's probably worth looking at Google's 10 core values, which are to focus on the user and all else will follow. It's better to do one thing really, really well. Fast is better than slow. Democracy on the web works and you don't need to be at your desk to need an answer. You can make money without doing evil. There's always more information out there. The need for information is across borders. You can be serious without a suit and great just isn't good enough. So in summary, 
We've got to challenge the status quo. We've got to try lots of stuff and keep what works. Traditional business experience is no longer an advantage. And if you hire great people and have big goals, you will probably succeed. I've been Sean Gilligan, and thank you for listening to this episode on what we can learn from Google. If you've enjoyed it, do share on social media and subscribe. And until next time, thanks for listening and bye for now.